Circuit Law, because a lot of people this time of year want to make a major change in their life, a major change to their family. A legal issue involving your family can make your world stand still. At Circuit and Circuit, they've helped families get back to what matters most to them. So whether you're facing divorce, child custody, or any other family law matter, you're going to want a caring attorney by your side guiding you through all these sensitive matters. And that's exactly what you get at Circuit Law. Family law issues, they're really emotional. You want highly experienced, compassionate family law attorneys who will work tirelessly each day for the betterment of you and your family. That's Circuit Law. So whether you're considering a divorce, in the process of divvying assets, dealing with custody issues, or any other family spouse-related legal matter, you can have complete confidence in Circuit and Circuit's experience and professionalism. Why don't you find out what they can do for you by calling them at 385-2510. That's 585-385-2510. You can also email them in complete confidence through the website's contact page at circulaw.com. Circu and Circu, helping your family get back to what matters most. From the Mac of All Trades studio in Fairport and driven by Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, it's Billified, the Bill Moran Podcast. Thanks for getting your pot on. Thanks for telling a friend. That's how we spread the word about the pirate ship. I had a listener come in just before Dougie Phelps came in. That's awesome. Telling me how much he loves the podcast and he listens. He had three questions. He was upset with me. He was. Yeah. Who could be upset with Not you? Not upset, but he just said to me, uh, when I did the Charlie Fitzsimmons interview, Charlie owns a bunch of restaurants, yeah. Black and Blue and all these others that I didn't make it clear that I had worked with Charlie in radio. And I thought, actually, that's pretty good constructive criticism. <laughs> I always love, like, when I worked in radio and stuff, people would go, uh, you know, I, I don't know your business, but and I would go, do you have ears? Do you have ears? <laughs> right. And they go, I mean, the working ears, not that, you know. And I, I just said, if you have ears, you know what you like. Our job is to get as many years as possible. Yeah. Right? And yep. I'm never going to tell somebody, how the fuck could you say that? I, I, yeah, I'll listen. I'll listen. I you may, love to listen. I may not agree. Right. But I'll listen. I'll, I'll hear you. I'll hear you out. I'll hear what you have to say. That's all right. It's light out. I know. It's light out. So uh, it was just going to be you and I today. And the weather is supposed to get, where we live, is supposed to be like 60 mile an hour winds. Woo. You got a long ride back. I, I figured ride. I wouldn't. Sure. If you could come in earlier, and you've mentioned this a couple of times. Yeah. And we may start on Tuesdays just going a little earlier. Yeah, but why not? We'll uh, we'll, we'll talk with, with the other fellas. They've been around. I got to. Yeah, you know, see what just, works for everybody. Just see what Team works. Team player. Yes. Team Moran. That's, that's what it is. Some, some, of the, some of the people are on special teams. <laughs> <laughs> Licking windows. All among, right. Among other things. <laughs> You're going to get me killed. You realize this. So... Earlier this week on the show, yeah, boudoir photos came up. Boudoir, what's that? It's like these sexy bedroom type photos. Ooh. Have you heard of these? You've not heard of boudoir or boudoir photos? No. Uh, let me just play you the clip of, of how it came up. Oh, a person was writing in for advice saying that after having a baby, the wife no longer wears, like, isn't doesn't sleep naked doesn't want me to see her naked mm -hmm. lights are always off wears flannel pajamas i don't really care but you know it's like this is crazy so listen to this uh, i know it's not all about how i feel reading it's the about how letter. she feels but how can i convince her that i still find her effing hot 
And the only answer I would write back is patience. It's the only yeah. thing I would say. Just be consistent, right? Would that be it? Just I, keep saying the things you would normally say and don't embarrass her. I would more encourage like her to love her body. Book her a bourdoir session. Her photos. Oh God! Come on! Yeah. Are you no way she's serious? Doing that. Yeah. No. no I, Actually, it's gonna make I, her feel so. Wait, listen, Danny, it's gonna make you there's no way she's doing that. Like, Those things are so fucking cheesy. No. <laughs> yes. They not, are. not if they're done right. Not if yeah. they're done right. They're cheesy. No. Are you gonna put that on the mantle? Wait. No. Let's get a royal paper. No. It's no. It's like some. I stood up and I posed. No. It's not. You're not doing these sexy poses. It's 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 the outfits. Boudoir by Hillman. Oh no. All right. Now, I only bring this up because you're here. Yeah. And somebody sent me, they have a friend who does boudoir photo shoots. Okay. And they sent some pictures. Oh, so I printed out. Not of the, me, I hope. No. Oh, I print. God. No. No, no, no. The dude war. The dude war? <laughs> you're going to do be a, surprised. a dude war but, photo uh, shoot? I'm not admitting to anything. I think, I, look, I find these cheesy and embarrassing. And I Googled, are boudoir photos worth it? Here's what came up immediately. Boudoir photos are worth it if you're doing it this for yourself. Yes, I agree. What? Yeah. You want to feel better about yourself. How the fuck? Okay. All right. Okay. Hang on. Hold on to that thought. Okay. Stay no, 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 no. Stay there. Don't okay. don't let me. Be, I, I'm going to be animated. That doesn't mean I'm. Especially in terms of self-love, rediscovering sexuality, creating memories, and stepping out of your comfort zone. A boudoir photography session is a unique experience of seeing yourself in a new light, making it worth the time and effort. Okay. Here are the pictures, and I would like Doug to describe the photos. Here's photo number one done in a boudoir photo. Now, it's not in the bedroom. It's not in the boudoir. This one happens to be outside. Well, obviously, the uh, husband is a uh, serial killer and loves to go deer hunting <laughs> dressed as Jason Now, I'm Voorhees. not going to show these on the camera because... I, I wouldn't want to. I, 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 right. These are private. Somebody I I don't know if who is who is this. I don't know to, who the woman is. Right, but is it supposed to make her feel better or the guy? Well, this is just it. I don't know. Is he a deer hunter? And this is what he's got. She's well, out. Well, you know, you you saw the hockey mask, right? Yeah, yeah. And and the that's knife. Jason Voorhees. Yes. In, in the knife, I missed the knife. There's a knife on the ground. In okay, the, the machete. Okay. The machete. Yes. So. Um, and she's wearing her back is to us. Yes, with a coat, fishnet stockings up around halfway of her yeah. ass. Yeah, and she's so. Tell me that, like Danny says, they're they're not meant to be sexy. The fuck they aren't. That's I mean, depending on the person, is sexy. I think I could ever do different poses to make even sexier. Yeah, or what well, I think is here. Sexy. You go. Here's another one. Okay. All right. I, have... I like it. I yeah. this is definitely. Uh, the lighting could be a little better. Now she well, has got kind of a G-string. What? You're asking my opinion. I am. <laughs> and the lighting is just a shade off. I have seen pictures like this before, believe it or not. I have worked in the adult. Yes, that's true. Right. Strip, and I yes. knew plenty of girls that, that, did. that got this. They did. Because they weren't having enough self-esteem on stage. They're the ones that were getting older and not making as much money as the okay. younger girls. Yeah, but, but how does a photo make you feel better? Because you're always looking at it because you're always, that's me. I'm, I'm pop. You know, it's like no, there's no more 15 minutes of fame because on TikTok and, yes. and uh, Facebook and all these other sites, uh, Snapchat, you, you can just post something. And if somebody's looking at it, you're feeling famous. Okay. So just one way you want to feel good about yourself. All right. Here, here's a different one. This is a different woman. 
she's all tied up by a wash tub. Yeah. With her feet up. Feet up. Yeah. Tied so, around. I mean, look, okay. I, I guess I want to do a dudoir photo shoot, for, you know, the male version of this. Right. It's going to be me in a bathtub, me shirtless, uh, leaning against a wall of flowers. <laughs> you think that pull, would be sexy? Pulling my pants down just a little bit. <laughs> me getting out of the pool, but naked, but just from behind, just up to the crack of my ass with the <laughs> big drops of water come down. And then I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do with these? Absolutely nothing. I'm going to hide them. I think but we then should make I, them into a calendar and sell them. When I die, when I die, the I'm going to leave them for Bill my kids to discover. And then when they go, uh, I, there'll be instructions that this has to be on display on all the screens at the uh, at, at, at the, the calling funeral? hours. At the calling hours. I just want these these dudoir photos dude-war out. Dudoir photos. Yes. I like this one. Could you imagine, like, finding that from your mom? Now, I understand that these are supposed Wait, to... from my mother or my yeah, girlfriend? Yeah. No, your mom. Let's say uh, you found your mom's. Because there is on TikTok where some grandmother had these done, and her grandkids come out going, Wow! You were naked! Where's that? <laughs> where are those? <laughs> Fuck this young shit. <laughs> I want granny No, panties. this is when she was young. Oh, when they she was young. They were taken when yeah. she was young. Look, I get it. If you were going to do it... I can understand. They're expensive, by the way. I think they, a photo shoot for a boudoir photo shoot runs probably eight hundred to twelve hundred dollars, depending on who takes yes, it. Yes, who takes it. Yeah. Now, I did see uh, the top six reasons to do it to celebrate yourself. But I go if if you need, I don't know, re like your ego needs to be boosted by seeing you yeah. half naked in a photo. You're reliving your youth. Or some was called it was a fighter making a comeback. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. You know, we were just talking about <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said, you know, I gotta get back in the gym. And you're like, hey, really? Like, hey, yeah, Rocky, way I'm to go. 230 pounds. I look like shit. Where five years, six years ago, I was 170. Whoa. Yeah. God damn. I actually, believe it or not, I printed out a picture of myself that I had taken a yeah. selfie of. Okay, but that's good. different. And for yeah, but that's you want to different. remember you're looking good. Okay. And now I'm using it for motivation. Let me let me, let me just say, like, okay. I don't see where you get motive. Maybe I'm wrong. I am wrong because a lot of people. I read it off the internet. I have six tapes uh, tips here. You know, it uplifts your self confidence. Your self image is boosted, which to me is redundant. Uh, helps you discover your sensuality. Uh, images are used as a commitment seal. In other words, I give these to you is, you know, because this is the only ass you ever going to get, baby. <laughs> as far as you know. You know yeah. uh, a beautiful experience. All these things. Okay, here's the thing. The bottom line is I am a big believer in if, it, if, if having a Botox makes you feel better about yourself because you have less lines on your face now, then go ahead and do it. I, I have no problem with any of it. If it boudoir photo shoot, I'm not. I, I, I could If I was with somebody and they said, I'm just not feeling, I, I would love this. It would make me feel good. Then fine. I may even spring for it. Right. Right? I, I mean, that, that would be the thing. However, I would say if you're having image problems, like self-image problems, and you want to go do this, uh, don't go on Instagram and look up boudoir photo shoot or boudoir dot photography because there it's all women in black and white photos, mm -hmm. naked, bathtub, getting out of the pool, leaning against the flowers. They all look like models. 
They all look like models. But these are boudoir shots. Right. You, you should fit right there, you hose beast. You look the same, honey. You only gained 30 pounds over the last 20 years. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I go, I feel like there's other ways to boost your self-confidence. That's all. That isn't going to cost you $1,000. Okay. I'm with that. That's all. But I, I, I saw this and I thought, well. Picture says a thousand words. I and some women, yes, two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with them? You save them for what? A rainy day? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, yeah. All right. Now I now obviously we're in the same age, and you've gone through this. Did your wife after having kids? Yes. Uh, Did my wife what after feel uh, less attractive or stretch marks or? No, not that I remember. Some women's not that I remember. Pregnancy, they feel fat, but they're not fat because they have a child. I am remembering this. There was almost like a boudoir shot when she was pregnant um, that we had. Mm -hmm. That was the baby in the belly. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those. It's not bad, and that I I can understand. It's something to commemorate. Uh, In terms of the other, I don't know. Probably because I didn't ask or I didn't pick up on things because I'm I was not a good communicator I, I will say that I so I I don't know there was never said oh I just don't feel should we know. call her and find out um no no I prefer not to I, I appreciate the offer though that's really sweet of you you know I, that's I'm really, always thinking no I love it I mean that would be special the guest <laughs> tell you what she would love it though yeah oh she'd love to come on she'd here. love to lay in here yeah, that guy couldn't understand jack shit I'd have a flat tire and he's like what's for dinner <laughs> I wasn't that much of a house okay. ape. Okay. I mean, close, but right. not that much of a house ape. It would be weird, though, to discover, like, if I found my mom in a, you know, she passed away and I found her boudoir photos. Yeah. I may um, put them on Facebook and go, please come remember my mom <laughs> tonight. You know, I think there's more openness and understanding in this day and age. And say she did it 50, 60 years ago uh, when it wasn't. Well, how about just the... um. I remember, remember glamour shots? That was another thing I didn't get. They were called glamour shots. They're basically the boudoir photo, but tastefully done. Okay. No, I never, I don't remember those. You don't remember these? No. This is where women would go and they get all glammed up like a model and they do the poses, but they'd be, you know, fully clothed. <laughs> I was introducing them, yes. Uh, sometimes they had big uh, bows around their neck and it would be all these poses and stuff. And I remember once having to fucking bite my tongue at Christmas time, like badly. I'm at not my family. Mm-hmm. I'm at another family. When I was dating this girl and I was over at her family and her older sister, who was a little bit of a plus size, gave glamour shots to and the show parents. them off to every oh, no, gave them to the gave parents? Them to the parents as a Christmas gift. Glamour shots, not boudoir, glamour. So they're nice. And it was her, and I couldn't, I had to walk outside. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, I didn't know what to do. It was like you were holding it. I, it just, it was terrible. I can't believe she would do that. Give well, to the parents. You're really looking for some kind of satisfaction. Like, oh my God, you look so good. Yes, of course. Hear it. Yes. Because you're not going go to go That's what I'm saying. She's a plus I'll size. I'll tell you this. This is where the satisfaction. You go online, and I think this probably for most people, I'll be labeled a misogynist for saying what I'm about to say, I'm sure, but I really don't care because I'm not. Uh, I think that when a woman puts up a selfie, 90% of the time, I'll say, 
They do it because they feel like they look good that day, right? You know, the selfie in the car. And then my favorite thing to do is to read the comments, and I'll always find a married buddy of mine who goes, looking good, baby. <laughs> and I'll be like, you're a fucking idiot. Because yeah, that's, that, that's what she's killed. fishing for. Yes. Right. <sighs> that is. But, you know. I've worked with women and not in the strip well, you clubs, know, but waitresses yeah. that just, yes. you know, you come around the corner, they're ringing somebody up, and they're just taking a selfie all day long. Oh. And I'm, when I mean all day long, their shift is six hours. Let's say five, picture, five pictures an hour. Do they put them up on social media? I think media? they just save them. I, they just want to look at themselves and do the pose like yeah. a Kardashian, oh. which I think is the worst TV show ever. And it gives... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just... Um, why would you say such a thing? It's terrible expectations for younger generations to think that you can just do nothing and get paid for it. So beyond TV, well, and they did TikTok. stuff. They built what businesses. They, they, they did built not. skims. They, did they got not. the skims. They business. built nothing. They did. They built the, the this skims guy business. Had, this guy had a business and said, "Hey, we're gonna put, we're gonna put your know. name on this product, and we're gonna pay you this much." Well, it works. Oh, I worked so hard. I'm on the board of directors. <laughs> yes. Me and my dog. Yes, they and did I have all, all of this it. Makeup and fingernail. No, they do nothing. They did plenty of stuff, Doug. Okay. They I posed. They do all kinds of. Uh, they did that whole TV show. Do you think they were on that TV show? What the they reality do on the TV show? show. They talked. They were they themselves. Talk. That was it. They were themselves. They're famous for being yeah. famous. Yeah, and they're business women now. They run businesses. No, they don't. Yeah, their they lawyers get, they run it. They make no. They make, they make no a decisions. lot of money. They do they because their names money. on it. Kim is out advocating for people who are wrongfully imprisoned. She's okay. actually had people freed because. Went through and proved. I don't okay. know that she did. She might have had somebody else do it. I don't think she passed the California bar. <laughs> right. I, I, I actually. Well, I've never passed a bar in my life either. No. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Secrets that we keep, Doug. Sometimes we keep secrets from okay. people. And if you find out the secret. Is there a top, is there a number? Is there five you have on there? No. Five top secrets? No, 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 no. Oh. This is a specific secret. Oh. Yes, okay. this is a specific secret. I figure we'll take a, a, a moment here and we'll come back and I'll tell you the secret. What a father found out about his son, and now the father is in trouble with the law. My question is, if it was your father, why is my kid calling me? I don't know. He's got a secret he wants to tell you. Or you have a secret. And I he wants to guess what I'll it is. Try, I'll call him back. This is great. Now, our stream was interrupted. That's awesome, Joe. Oh, thanks so much. Well, that happens. Jesus Christ. We're good. No, I'm going to answer this. This is the Bill Moran Show. Hey, Jordan. Dad. Jordan, I'm in the middle of taping a podcast, like right now. Is everything okay, though? Is everything okay? All right, let me just put you on hold for just a moment. Hold on a moment. Hold on a moment. Hold on a moment. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. We'll take a moment and come back about a father kept a secret and they ended up in trouble with the law. Can we get to it next? <laughs> okay. But first, but first, Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has the perfect ride for you to conquer our winter roads. And man, we get a little taste of that. Right now, you can drive away in a 2024 Jeep Wrangler 4XE convertible for just $309 a month. 36 months, 7,500 miles per year, 2,500 cash or trade, first payment, DMV taxes and fees due at signing, must be a conquest or returning leasee. Picture how cool, confident, 
and safe you're going to feel behind the wheel of the 2024 Jeep Wrangler 4XE. You know, at Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can explore a really huge selection of top-notch vehicles. From the rugged Jeep lineup to the powerful Ram trucks, the sleek Chrysler and Dodge models, have you seen the Jeep Gladiator Mojave 4x4? This is a vehicle that will keep you in command of the roadway, and Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has 13 of them to choose from, all up to 25% off MSRP. At Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, they prioritize your satisfaction. Their knowledgeable staff is there to guide you through every step of the car buying journey, ensuring you drive away with a smile. See more at victorcdjr.com. Quality, reliability, and customer satisfaction. That's Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram's promise. Mac of all trades. The name says it all. 585-202-9218 and macofalltrades.net. Comedy at the Carlson has a unbelievable show for you this thursday january 11th two shows friday january 12th and two shows saturday january 13th with the hilarious william montgomery he is uh, a memphis he's like a memphis trucker coming for every comedian's job if you don't know his name you will know his name he is hilarious lock your tickets down at carlsoncomedy.com for william montgomery this thursday january 11th through friday the 13th Comedy at the Carlson, carlsoncomedy.com. Welcome back. <laughs> the police, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they ever play this in a strip club, do they? You know what? I can't, I don't know if I've ever played This could played. be kind of a sexy one because this yeah. is sort of about a, you know, the I Lolita worked with a couple story. of sexy women that could dance to anything. Yeah. But, like, you think about this. This is about a teacher and a student and, oh, you know? Yeah. The kid had sexy pictures of the teacher. Young teacher, the subject of school girl fantasy. Now, this is a male teacher with a female in this story. So bad. For the song? Yeah, Lolita. It's based on the Lolita novel. Inside Never read it. Neither did I. Yeah. I, just, I waited for the movie. <laughs> The only Lolita I knew was the Long Island Lolita. She shot Mary Jo Buttafuoco in the face. It's the only Spanish I know. The rest of her life, Mary Jo was talking like that. <laughs> How do you forgive, like, this young girl? How fucked up in your head you think... And by the way, he looked like just a... Uh, he was a, an ape. Yeah. It's, it's a house ape. Like he's... Pick your garbage up on Tuesdays. <laughs> He's never shaven. No. You know, Amy Fisher, right? Yeah, was, Amy yeah. Fisher, who and, ended up up here in and they prison. Did three stories on her. Yeah, three they did. movies. Yeah. ABC, CBS, and NBC. Yeah. Drew Barry did one. one. Uh, Melissa Milano? was another, yes. And I don't remember who the other That's one how was. big it was. That it was, story. It was, it was a big story. Well, it was a big story in that, yes, it was sex and violence. And uh, she was a hooker, unrequited love kind of thing. She was, she was a 16 year old girl. I don't think she was a hooker, I think she was an escort. I, oh, you know what? I don't know. I don't think she was. I think she was just a girl caught up who had brought her car in and the mechanic flirted with her. And then she thought, you know, found him sexy or whatever, and then found out he was married. And he kept talking about, I thought, leaving his wife. Yeah, that's, a, that's been I, a so, huge hook for years. But she's a 16-year-old girl. Right. This is where they talk about power, right? Power uh, of over people. 
Like if you talk to, if you talk to certain people I know, they'll tell you that they think uh, Monica Lewinsky should be in prison for going after the president. She knew damn well what she was doing. And I say she may have known, but don't tell me that. I mean, this guy who who knows what's going to come out with the Epstein stuff. Oh, Bill? Yeah. Oh, he's banged everything. But the guy can't help himself. So that, but he's the president. He's in the position of power. We're in 2024. That dude's fired. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Right. He's fired. Now, I, I always loved Chris Rock's um, joke about that. Like, you know, tell Monica Lewinsky to get out of here. Uh, Hillary, this is my job. If you want to tickle the balls, feel free to help out. <laughs> He did that in bigger... They have, I don't trust them one bit. They have so many secrets. There's a lot of secrets, I'm sure. But look, I was told by a reporter that when Clinton was in town campaigning to be president, all the Democrats came through here. They're at the Diplomat Party House. It was the day or the day after the Jennifer Flowers allegations came out. They had corralled the reporters so they couldn't really get to Clinton and ask questions. This guy sneaks out of the where they're corralled and gets along the line as he's leaving. And he goes, Bill is leaving, shaking, glad handing everybody as he's walking out. And one of the Democratic bigwigs in Monroe County ha had their daughter there, and she was smoking hot. Bill stops. Yeah. <laughs> he stops. How you and doing? This guy goes, you want to give me your version of a garbage plate? <laughs> <laughs> Easy, you're gonna die. There. Oh, so the key moment in bar. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> I'm pressing all the right buttons. Yeah, I'm, I'm tripping on wires over here. But he uh, he said that it was like everybody else in the room disappeared, and it was just Bill and him. And he goes, "You would think that with the Jennifer Flowers allegations just out, like they're just making headlines." <laughs> That you and me on your best behavior. And the guy couldn't help it. And I always thought, you know, with Monica Lewinsky, I'm not going to say that you're completely naive. At, uh, she was 21 or something. But you're 21. And he's the president of the United States. There is, like, a little bit of, I, I think, some manipulation. There, a little bit. A little bit, like... You kind of wave it off. You don't buy it. I don't buy no, it. The no, the friend of mine does not Look, buy we, it either. If you, but if you I, have a story, hey... We were in this bar. It was three thirty. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing. I knew what I was doing, but you know, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. been drinking, doing yes. shots. Yes. All right. You're gonna do what you're gonna do when you have the excuse of alcohol, mm. as we've probably all used a little bit here. There. Yeah. But you're 21. You're in the Oval Office. You know the president's married. Maybe I shouldn't suck his dick. What? <laughs> but he might, but if, but all of a sudden he's paying you attention. He's this not paying what I, attention to these other girls. This is what the new voting pools are going to look yeah, like. I don't know. Well, that oh. leads me to this story about a dad keeping a secret. You at first thought it was a gun, and then you think that he had naked pictures of a teacher. Yeah. A Missouri teacher has been charged with statutory rape for allegedly having sex with a 16-year-old student while other students served as quote-unquote lookouts. And the boy's father also facing felony charges for condoning the disturbing relationship so <laughs> yeah yeah it's i want to read it's it is underage yeah. and it is against the law uh this woman she's 26 her name is hallie clifton carmack and i'm single she's this is terrible. She, she's she is uh, i'm she going is, back to high school she is attractive i'm sorry to say she is attractive do we have a picture 
Uh, yes, you can find it. What's I, her name? I, her name is, it's uh, Haley Clifton Carmack. Clifton hyphen Carmack. She has, uh, even her mugshot is attractive. Like a lot of times in mugshot, like you go. It's not like a It's not like that. She's not on the couch. No. <laughs> With a spread eagle. Out in the woods. I'm here to teach <laughs> a lesson. <laughs> she... She was arrested in Texas on Friday after she was suspected of fleeing the state of Missouri to avoid arrest warrants, according to law enforcement. All right, here's the thing. Uh, allegations came to light on December 7th, 2023. A fellow student reported the alleged illicit relationship Ooh, to the school's resource officer. Cute. Yes, she's pretty. She's pretty. And she looks, yeah. she looks like she's got energy and she's happy and she's vibrant. Is that the mugshot you're seeing? This is it. Uh, that's the mugshot, and then that's her down there in the school. She looks, I mean, to me, she looks like somebody that would date one of my kids. So right. I, I don't. I, 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 I'm I. going to start going to PTA meetings. Yes. Who's on here? <laughs> I'm sick. You can be a surrogate dad. Yes. Any dad would pay you to not have to fucking go to any of that shit. Uh, a fellow student reported the alleged incident. Uh to resource officer who immediately contacted police. The witness then met with law enforcement to whom he showed photographs of his classmates with scratches on his back. The kid had scratches on his back. The witness also claimed the math teacher had been in trouble with the school administration in the past for, quote, being too close with students, end quote. Clifton Carmack, a recently divorced mother of two, would often wear, this is in court documents, this made me laugh out loud. Quote, tight or low-cut shirts to show off her quote-unquote headlights. They say that in the court document. Headlights? Headlights. So you know this is kid talk. Right. These are how kids talk. When I was a kid, we had a teacher. She was our, our math teacher. And we used to call it Bippy Day. Whenever her nipples poke through, we call them her Bippies. Her Bippies? Yeah. And we'd go, it's a Bippy Day! It's a Bippy Day, everybody! We'd be out of our mind. We couldn't wait for third period. Like the guys in first period go, Bippy Day! I go, God damn, I hope it doesn't warm up by third period. That was what it was. That's that's what guys did. Um, being, uh, headlights and, quote, tight leggings that showed off, ready for this? In a court document, showed off her camel toe. Yeah, okay. These are these are 16-year-old kids. Right. All right. Uh, the witness told investigators the victim was the reason her divorce was pushed through and that Haley, quote, in the document, had wanted a divorce due to her husband only wanting to do butt stuff. <laughs> There's no, I mean, that, she's, this her is, husband only wants to do butt stuff. This is what kids But then did, she sleeps this with is a 16-year-old. Well, no, that they're saying that her, yes, because her husband only wanted, that's what got her divorce pushed through and now she's, uh, Once regular she's sex. horny and she's looking for a, She's looking for regular she sex. She can't find anything else but a 16-year-old You kid. got it. This is it. Detectives confronted the teacher on December 8th following the allegations, but she denied having any sexual relationship with any students. Of course she's going to deny it. Of course she's going to deny it, yeah. Of course. Court documents say a witness came to the father to tell him about the sexual abuse between his son and the teacher. The man said he knew Clifton Carmack and his 16-year-old son were in a quote-unquote sexual relationship and used students as lookouts while they had sex during school. You got to have some good buddies for that or taking pictures and showing them what's going on. Something. I. Yeah, I find this hard to believe, but I don't know. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. My thing is, obviously, 
with a phone. Yes. And I think years ago, they should have, like, everything's.com. Anything dealing with sex should be not .com, .xxx. So yes. Your, your parents could put a hold on that. Yes, they could. Or see what's coming. Sure you could. Because a lot it's of a lot this easier. is just coming. Your, your kids easier. are learning too early, too fast. So and, a, according to documents. Uh, and when, then they see it and they want to try it. When a witness told the father they were going to come forward with the information, he responded by telling them they are going to do it behind my back, so I may as well let it happen. He also reportedly told a witness he would lie for his son if he had to. I don't know where the mom is in this picture. They showed a picture of the dad. He's outside his trailer in Missouri <laughs> Perfect. In, in a tank top. I what I, you know what am I going to say? I mean, this pops up every two or three years. Yes, right? it a does. Like I always, this, yeah. Court documents say the father admitted to knowing the relationship. The uh, detective said in the courtroom documents, the father knew of the relationship of his minor child and the 26-year-old teacher, and instead of reporting the information, he continued to cover for them and allow the relationship to, com- to continue. Uh, I don't know what kind of trouble he's in, but he is in trouble with the law. The, the young kid is or the father? The father. Oh. The documents go on to say the father even allowed the woman to come over to his residence and see the victim while he was present. The victim, the son. The 16-year-old. So... All right. Daddy's going to go outside and smoke a cigarette. You get it on. <laughs> and then join me. And then, <laughs> and then join, join me. me for a cigarette. Tell her to bring a six-pack if she's coming over. Now, the thing is, like, I have three sons. Mm-hmm. I would not encourage this. I had a buddy who was 17, and he uh, fell in love with this woman. She was in her 40s. We were at a graduation party for the class above us. We were juniors in high school. Uh, he met this woman. She he was, was 17. 17, she was 40. 42. Sounds she like my 42. kind of guy. She was up from New York City. We lived in this, what I always always refer to as the haves and have-nots. There was some really, really real poverty, and then there was some unbelievable opulence. I mean, just wealth that came out of the city, and like that area, the Bic had a, a polo club and you could go hunt pheasants that they stocked on there you know what i mean <laughs> and feel like you were a man you know right. whatever uh not for me to say but there was all that so this woman was more of the the wealthier side she had a, a little home up in the country and he uh she hooked up and man he was in love in love my buddy was head over heels 42 and 17 that's yeah. uh she's twice his age right it's a 25 year swing so I've never been that diverse. <laughs> my man goes and buys flowers, shows up at her house the next weekend. Mm-hmm. She's there with her boyfriend, and he is fucking devastated. Crushed. Devastated. Because I think it, I think that there is, when you're young, you can very easily confuse sex and love. Yes. Right? And I and I would say for either gender, I think that that's possible. Or whatever you Absolutely. identify as, I think that's possible. And that's all part of learning in life. It is all part of learning in life. Uh, in this case, um, I mean, now we we try to protect the student. At 16, I mean, uh, having been sexually abused at 7, it's not the same when you're 16 and you kind of, you're excited about it more or less. You know, I mean, you're at the peak of your virility, I guess. So they say. Yeah, I, well, right? I mean, at 16, you kind of, you're trying to figure it out. You're horny, you know, yeah. you know, you know what, I mean. Right. Yeah. You know what you want to do. Yes. And then it takes you time to do it yes. to understand how yes. it works. Right. So, exactly. You know, because. But I, so if my kid came to me, I may go, I mean, 
God, if their mother ever found out. Right. And she found out I fucking knew. Right. Ooh, Your balls would be. God damn. I may just go just tell. I may go tell just because it would be easier <laughs> to deal with that than to deal with their mom. I, I just, and, and I get it. I understand, you know, a, a lot of guys go, come on, where's this sex abuse? You know, every guy wanted to do it. Yeah. I, okay. But at the same time, having seen my friend, it always gave me a little bit of a different Just perspective. Because you're banging an adult doesn't make you an adult. Yeah, that was only my that was my thing, and you know? it is, and that is sort you of might feel like a man, but in actuality, you're not. It's you know, it's kind of like a, a lot of workplaces frown on you know a boss and a subordinate having sex because could there be or having a relationship because there could be favorable treatment that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I don't know if this kid. It was getting through a, a class or not anything, a math class, but... He wasn't studying pie. He was eating pie. That's right, Dougie! <laughs> I was going to do an angle of the dangle joke, but never mind. That's right. We went from geography to anatomy. That's all in right. the same class. 3.14. Well, on a good day. Inches flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stay after with Mr. Anderson. Mrs. Anderson, I was banging my eraser again. <laughs> oh, damn chalkboard. God, we had teachers that were just so unattractive. Now, there was a male teacher in my school that had tennis courts. He, his wife was very wealthy, and he used to invite some of the guys over to play tennis. And I remember my old man going, you will not be one of those guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will not allow you to go there. If I find out that you're over there, we will not. He knew something was up. Well, he suspected. Yeah. He suspected. This guy looked like this teacher. We used to, behind his back, we called him Higgins. Do you remember Magnum P.I.'s Higgins? Yes, I do. The Higgins with the yep. mustache. mustache. He was short, yep. and he used to wear these, you know, big, but they were at the time very in vogue, the Cosby-type sweater. Right. Right? They're, but his were like, you know, uh, yeah. So my father was like, we will not be having uh, that at all. So his wife might said, you know, bring some of these young kids over. I hey. Just, young boys, young men. I, I just want a little <clears throat> eye, eye candy. No, that could be. You know? That could be. I had... Uh, a teacher who I loved in high school. Uh, this guy was was great, and he would say to you, whatever you want to learn about, I'll teach you. You want to learn about the sex life of bulldogs? We'll do it. We'll do whatever you want. He was the one that I used to flip. If I didn't study, I would flip. I'd get either a 10 or a 100, a flip of a coin. <laughs> <laughs> Once maybe. No, I didn't need to tell me that. Yeah. He would do that? Yeah, he would do that with me. Uh, he, he would get in trouble today, but um, he made uh, one girl do a nose job she had to push because she kept talking in class and interrupting and then he made her get up and push the eraser across the floor with her nose i think i've heard that before the nose job ago, yeah he made people go out and ask for forgiveness from the ginkgo tree which wasn't a ginkgo <laughs> tree i put on hip waders and went into another class with an umbrella saying the floods are coming the floods are coming got up on the window seal and jumped out the window and i got a hundred he hated hall passes, so he gave us a duck to pull that went quack, 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 and it said hall pass, but you had to pull it if you had to go to the bathroom. Because he's like, look, you're all young adults. If you have to go to the bathroom, you know your body. You can go. But they make us have a hall pass, so this is how we're doing it. So he was, uh, you know. He sounds like a young teacher when you were young. He was, no, he was. He had been around for yeah. a while. What was uh, his name? Doug McNeil. He, and he taught uh, history and social studies, but he was always wore a lab coat because he would say to you, I'd rather spend money on food and experiences than clothes. Okay. And he bought a really cool Mercedes-Benz with the rumor was that uh, it had been reupholstered inside because someone was murdered in the back and all this shit. And, uh, Is he, he alive? Had, we should get him on the show. Uh, I've been trying to track him down. When I go yeah. down, I try to. I go by his house. He lives on a lake. 
and he wasn't there this summer, but I wanted to get him on to do a podcast. He's not a big fan of that stuff, and I don't know uh, how his health is now. Um, Tell me a flip a coin. <laughs> Heads, you're on there for 15 minutes. Tails, you're on there for an hour and a half. <laughs> so he, uh, but he once then, there was a girl who lived up the street from me. Her father was a state trooper. She got extremely drunk, and he had told, he would always tell kids, if you don't have a safe ride, if you ever find up in trouble, I don't think he had kids. He wound up marrying one of his students, like, years later. He was a young, young teacher at the time. She graduated. They started seeing each other after high school. She mm-hmm. was out, and then he, they ended up getting married. I think she was, like, four years younger than him. But And so there was always that. He had gotten into a fist fight in school with one of the uh, – with one of the other teachers and that teacher's name happened to be his last name happened to be strong and he was a football coach and i used to always go to football practice go hey strong mcneil says hello (laughs) (laughs) you would do that yeah just to push his buttons all the time i did it all the time but this this mcneil uh did either one of them get fired for fighting no what were they fighting over uh something with the students okay doug mcneil took a, a fall like immediately went down on purpose I think to end the fight and maybe to really make the guy look bad, but he did. He punched him. Um, but I forget. I don't know the whole cause of that. But this. So years later, my sister's class. She's five years younger than me. This girl got drunk uh, and was afraid to call her parents or anything. So didn't want her date driving her because I think that person had been drinking. Knew she needed to get home, so she called him, and he went and picked her up. And I don't know if he brought her back to her house, but it, there was some big, like, you know, the fact that the he deal. went. Yeah, I think the parents made a big deal. But I think he brought her back to her, her own house, not his house. I would hope so. Yeah, or if he did, his wife was there, and he and his wife then together took her. I don't remember, but there was something to try to make it legit. But, boy, it was like it, it, just for that inappropriateness. Right. You know, the inappropriateness is what you worry about. But this kid... I don't know if my kid was... Lose your job, get sued today. Well, here's the weird part. I always wonder with teachers. Now, I know in the South, I don't think you have to have a master's degree to be a teacher. I don't think in certain states. Each state is different. Hmm. New York State, you have to have a master's. So I'm always shocked when I hear about a teacher who spent all this money on education and throws it away for a 15-year-old's dick. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense to me. Because there was this whole thing where I actually got... um, Remember that movie, Looking for Mr. Goodbar? No. With Diane Keaton? She was no. a teacher, and she would just she just want to get banged. And with Tom Berenger was in it, and... Uh, I don't remember this at all. Um, Richard Gere, and uh, she ends up dying at the end. She brings this guy home, and he wants to prove to her and herself that he's not gay, and he can't get it up, I think, and she, he ends up killing her. It was early 70s. Wow. Promiscuous art teacher, I think. Damn. Yeah. I'll have to look at it in the next break. Oh, promiscuous yeah. art teacher. Yeah, yeah, that fits. I love, I love that having, fits the bill. I love, I love having sex with teachers. Yeah. You do something wrong, they make you do it over. <laughs> you will do that again. You will do that again, Mister. You're like, all right, about fifteen minutes. <laughs> We're study hall. We're in the refractory period right now. I never, had, uh, I've never dated a teacher. No, no, uh, no. I, I never dated anybody who would know. My parents were teachers. Yeah. That was enough for me. It just scared me <laughs> off of them. I stayed away. I hated my parents. I hated teachers. No. As a kid. As what are you going to write on the blackboard? I will not try to stick it in your back door a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. 
Yeah. So this kid, so this kid, his teacher and his father are in trouble for something he did. And the kid is 16, so that yeah. makes him sophomore going to junior. Probably, yeah. Junior. But there was a case down in Canandaigua. I'll never forget the teacher's name. It was uh, Marla Garaski something. H- Hetchkins or something. Heskin. Heskin. Marley Garaski Heskin. And she was attractive. And I remember talking to the defense attorney at the time. Uh, this woman, the teachers went out for like a happy hour. Kid worked in the restaurant. She had too much drink, offered to drive her home. She took the ride home. And then all these rumors started that they were banging and she banged him in the classroom and all this stuff. I'm not sure I believed any of it. She was married and had a young baby, mm-hmm. right? And But she wound up having, I think the end result was she had to leave Canandaigua and never teach in New York State again. I think that was the that compromise. Was yeah, because they said that they had text messages, but as the defense attorney said, look, anybody could pick up your phone and send a text message because right. at the time they didn't have the screen locks and things on them. This is when it was. My kid who's going to be 14 in March was a baby. We walk into Wegmans. Wait a minute. I don't think it was Wegmans, Canandaigua. Anyway, we walk into Wegmans. doesn't matter where. And there's that woman. And she had been on TV and she had been on. And I had read all this stuff and we had covered the case on the radio. And I was like starstruck. <laughs> I remember just standing there and she looks at my kid who's sitting in the front seat. He's just a baby. She goes, oh, my God, what a cute baby. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> just give it a few years. <laughs> You think he looks good now? I couldn't say anything, but right. that's—I started and I like—I think I started giggling and I had to walk away. But I was like, "Oh my god, it's her!" And I always wondered, like, what happened to her and why did these rumors start? And could there have been something? Could she have, in a drunken way, leaned over and given given the kid a kiss in the cheek? Thanks for the ride home, right? Or whatever. There was nothing in her past. Nothing. I don't know. Man, you throw it all away. That, I mean, think of the money you spend on your education in New York State to become a teacher and then to throw it away for that. Right. That's the thing. She was hot. The other Canandaigua teacher that got busted for having sex. Not uh, so hot? Not so hot. <laughs> not so hot. And matter of fact, she, I it was around the same time, was having sex with a kid. I think mm-hmm. she got caught in the act in the back of a car with the kid who happened to be in the same class as her son. <laughs> Could you imagine going back to school and having to deal with that? <laughs> right. Oh. No. That's, I don't know if I've heard of that one before. Hey, man, how's your mom? <laughs> <laughs> she on parole yet? She keeps sending me. She want me to send her a file and can a cake? You, I'm get, can you sign this for my conjugal <laughs> visit? <laughs> All right, we'll take a moment. Uh, well, the, the Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Aaron Rodgers feud has... Uh, escalated to where Jimmy responded last night was his first night back on the air. We'll play that. It's a bit long. And then uh, Aaron was on the Pat McAfee show earlier today, and he responded to that. Okay. And so we'll we'll see where uh, all things fall and what what's ball-busting versus what's not, and it becomes a kind of a thing. Uh, we will get into all that next. But first, BTB Woodfire Pizza and Grill in the Mall at Grease Ridge. Man, it is so much more than Woodfire Pizza. BTB I want to say they're crafting a culinary experience because they are, and it's going to leave you craving more. New year, new month, that means new specials at BTB. Every month, new specials. I want you to picture this. Perfectly warm bowl of chicken mac and cheese soup. Huh? How perfect would that be? 
especially on a day when the wind is going to be like 60 miles an hour. Coming for the Bills' home playoff game on Sunday, BTB has over 50 TVs and the perfect shareable on special this month. Chips three ways. House, ranch, barbecue, with garlic aioli. Maybe you want to try the poutine burger. I had it last night. Half-pound burger with cheese curds, house-made gravy, and fries served with chips. Those are just some of the incredible specials this month at BTB. And, of course, you mentioned Billified to get 10% off. BTB Woodfire Pizza and Grill in the mall at Grease Ridge. Red, white, and brew. Learn more at redwhiteandbrewrock.com. Full send skiing outdoor in Canandaigua knows you can hear this. It's the mountains calling. But... Is your gear ready? Full Send CEO Zach Hallett says people don't realize like how important it is. You know your skis, your snowboards, everything needs to be serviced every year. Full Send Ski and Outdoor will make sure your gear is in the perfect condition for the conditions. It's very um, important to get that stuff done before the season because when the snow falls, everybody wants to get out there. You don't want to be put on a delay. That's why now is the time to bring your gear into Full Send Skiing Outdoor, 175 Main Street, Canandaigua, or call 585-340-7469. When the snow falls, we want you out there and enjoying the sport, so we make sure that we have a three to five day turnaround. Start the season with your gear in top shape with Full Send Skiing Outdoor. See more at FullSendSkiingOutdoor.com. Check out Jimmy Z's on all major platforms at Plates and Shakes. Myers RV's New Year, New Start RV Dome Show is going on now through January 15th at the Rochester Dome. You've been talking about it for years. Buying that RV and seeing the country. Well, you can get up to 50% off MSRP on top RV brands like Jayco, Winnebago, Grand Design, Brinkley, Keystone, Forest River, and Thor. You can browse over 200 new and used motorhomes, travel trailers, and fifth wheels. You're going to see the Keystone Hideout 21-foot bunkhouse travel trailer for just $14,895. Highest trade-in allowances for this show. Find the best brands at the absolute best prices. All discounts are clearly marked. The New Year New Start RV Dome Show. Free admission and free parking going on right now through Monday, January 15th at the Rochester Dome, 2695 East Henrietta Road. Learn more at MyersRVs.com. You love this song. Welcome back, everybody, to round number three of the number one podcast in all Ra-Cha-Cha. Once again, as I always say, keep your hands and feet inside the car till the ride comes to a complete stop. You know him, you love him, you can't get enough of him. The man, the myth, the legend from downtown Julie Brown, the Point Extra Podcast, Mr. Bill Moran. Woo! I always associated this song with strip clubs. Absolutely. I don't know why. And this guy just saw a mini interview that he hates this song because that's all he's identified with. <laughs> and he, I think they ran, uh, did three albums. But this was his bread and butter. Yeah, it was. You know, as many yeah. people would love just to have that one hit. No shit. You know? Right. And he can't get away from it. And he looks terrible. Like he did 30 years of coaching. Jamie Lane? Yeah. Is that his name? That was his name, right? He probably did 30 years ago. Oh, without a doubt. Off stripper's ass. Oh my god, playing this two, three times a night when it came out. <laughs> Jeez, cherry pie. Wow. I saw him in concert at Delago. You did. Their last song was Cherry Pie. Oh, was it? Yeah. And he was up there what, for a minute. What other songs did they have? I don't remember. I interviewed Warren at 
WPDH in Poughkeepsie. They came in in the middle of the day, and they were late. So the guy in front of me goes, hey, you got warrant coming in. I'm like, all right. So I, I was a terrible interview because I, I didn't really they, – they, they were just coming out. And, mm-hmm. But they were cool. We talked about chicks and all the girls they would get. Yeah. You know, this and that. How they were trying. I don't to have hide, those stories. I hide, wish I did. They were trying to hide it from their mom. One of them was like, "Yeah, man, my mom ever knew this job we did." <laughs> right. I remember that? I go, I gotta find that tape. That was <laughs> that was funny. Uh, we got a a feud going on in um, I I don't know in in the world of celebrity, uh, Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers. And I I'll let Kimmel just set it up. He was back on the air last night. And it's kind of long. We can pause it along the way. Okay. But he makes some points in there that I, I think that are okay. And then we'll hear Aaron Rodgers responding to this to try to give uh, fair play, right? Let everybody say their piece. Sure. Here, here's Jimmy from last week. Intro. Wouldn't you love to have that anytime you walk in a room? Hey, Dougie Doug! <laughs> Thank you for joining us on our, for our first show of, um, of 2024, which is already a crazy year, particularly for me. Uh, I, 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 did you hear this story about me and Aaron Rodgers, the former quarterback for the Packers? All right, so uh, what happened is he's a Jets quarterback now. He went on a show on ESPN, the Pat McAfee show, and out of the blue insinuated that I was nervous because the Jeffrey Epstein list was coming out. He said I was hoping it wouldn't and that he was going to pop a bottle of something to celebrate when he did. And then it did come out. And, of course, my name wasn't on it and isn't on it and won't ever be on. I don't know Jeffrey Epstein. I've never met Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not on a list. I was not on a plane or an island or anything ever. And I suggested that if Aaron wanted to make false and very damaging statements like that, that we should do it in court so he could share his proof with like a judge. Because, you know, when you hear a guy who won a Super Bowl and did the, all the State Farm commercials say something like this, a lot of people believe it. A lot of delusional people honestly believe I am meeting up with Tom Hanks and Oprah at Shakey's once a week to eat pizza and drink the blood of children. And I know this because I hear from these people often. My wife hears from them. My kids hear from them. My poor mailman hears from these people. And now we're hearing from lots more of them, thanks to Aaron Rodgers, who I guess believes one of two things. Either he actually believes my name was going to be on Epstein's list, which is insane, or the more likely scenario is he doesn't actually believe that. He just said it because he's mad at me for making fun of his top knot and his lies about being vaccinated. He's particularly upset, I think, because I made fun of the fact that he floated this wacko idea that the UFO sightings that were in the news in February were being reported to distract us from the Epstein list. That was Aaron's theory that he shared, and I mocked. Well, let me show you the moment that so badly bruised Aaron's Thanksgiving Day parade-sized ego. <laughs> Needless to say, all this UFO talk has the tinfoil hatters going wild, including Green Bay whack packer Aaron Rodgers, who offered this hot take on the Pat McAfee show. I- I believe that this has been going on for a long time. Interesting uh, timing on everything. There's a lot of other things going on in the world. Did you hear about the Epstein client list uh, about to be released too? What's that? What are you talking about? 
there's some files that have, have some names on it that might be uh, getting released pretty soon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'd be talking it's kind of funny the way that he does this. He, he is. <laughs> so now, Aaron Rodgers is supposedly very smart, high yes. IQ. Yeah. I, um, I, 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 very I, dry sense of humor, yeah. I think. But and, uh, the way they, the way the backfield goes, oh, it's, just, it's funny the way. Look, but, but Kimmel, the idea of a joke is to take it out of context, right? Right. So you're poking fun. It's funny that Kimmel can make fun of anybody any which way, including our president. Yeah. And then he can't take it. Well, I think this is, I think he could take it if it were just Maybe stuff that, based in Something fact. else besides that. Yeah, yeah. If it was stuff based, I think, I, I would think, like if you went on and I don't know, and you learn, uh, if, yeah. I don't know why Aaron upset. would use the, the, the Epstein list because to include him. I mean, he, he if did. you're not happy with Kimmel, Use something else, I guess. Well, because, you're because, gonna bust his balls. because of that. And yeah. I think Aaron just thought it was a joke. Right. I really do. But he took it as, hey, man, this one's damaging, and it could be. I, I don't think anybody believed it, but. Uh, and maybe. And by the way, he made the claim on, on Twitter. I am a pedophile. This is how these nuts do it now. You don't like Trump? You're a pedophile. It's their go to move. And it shows you how much so they actually you're putting care down about everybody pedophilia. that likes Trump. But here's the thing. I, <laughs> no, he's saying if you don't like Trump, Right, but you're, you're still pedophile. grouping a, a huge group of people. Yeah, he's put, just saying like down. there are people that that say they do. There are people who say, or you're a racist, or you're whatever. Of course, we, it's we, a go-to card. We throw these things. Yeah, out. yeah. I spent years doing sports. I've seen guys like him before. Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself because he had success on the football field. He believes himself to be an extraordinary being. He genuinely thinks that. Because God gave him the ability to throw a ball, he's smarter than everyone else. The idea that his brain is just average is unfathomable to him. We learned during COVID, somehow he knows more about science than scientists. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate, someone who never spent a minute studying the human body, is an expert in the field of immunology. He just put on a, he put on a magic helmet, and the, that G made him a genius. It's, Shows a Green Bay helmet. Aaron right. got two A's on his report card. They were both in the word Aaron. Okay. That's funny. I mean, that's, that's funny. He didn't write it, but that's funny. And can you imagine that this hamster-brained man thinks he knows what the government is up to because he's a quarterback doing research on YouTube and listening to podcast. I looked it up. This is Although actually Kimmel thing. sticks it's called up for every Democrat effect. and doesn't the make Dunning fun of the president. Effect. Is a cognitive bias in which people with limited competence in a particular domain overestimate their abilities. In other words, Aaron Rodgers is too arrogant to know how ignorant he is. <laughs> they let him host Jeopardy for two weeks. Now he knows everything. And by the way, I'm unlike hosting a TV show where you have writers writing your jokes that you never did, you'll hear Aaron say right these things. Express any opinion he wants, but saying. Someone is a pedophile is not an opinion, nor is it trash talk. Sorry, Pat McAfee. And as far as the, well, you say things about people all the time argument goes, yes, I do. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same. We say a lot of things on this show. We don't make up lies. In fact, we have a team of people who work very hard to sift through facts and reputable sources before I make a joke. And that's an important distinction, a joke about someone, even when that someone is not. Well, you know he was with... Who lies his from the minute was he a writer. wakes up Mo until funny. the minute he's yeah. smearing his wife's a writer. orange Sarah makeup Silver. on yeah. my yeah. pillow. Even he deserves that consideration. And we give it to him because the truth still matters. And when I do get something wrong, 
which happens on rare occasions. You know what I do? I apologize for it, which is what Aaron Rodgers should do, which is what a decent person would do, but I bet he won't. If he does, you know what I'll do? I'll accept his apology and move on, but he probably won't do that. My guess is he won't apologize. There is one uh, last piece of That's how I think it will go. And I know you guys here in this audience, most if not all of you are on my side, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate all the so many people. But my real hope, the reason I even bring this up is because I hope the many, many decent people out there who vote conservative or whatever you want to call what goes on now, I don't well, see wait, anything. Wait, wait. Why, why, do you, why do you say that? Because he's, he's just saying that somebody who's different, like he right. was basically trying For to point out. For all you people out, that vote conservative. Well, what he's trying to say is, look, the clearly you know where he stands on the side of the aisle. Yes. And the audience is supporting that as well. So all the you decent people who do vote conservative, I think people who don't don't agree with me politically. I I feel like that's okay to say. You don't. You think it's a shot. I, yeah, I think it's <laughs> why, a shot. To, I mean, everybody think? that votes Republican, he just constantly puts down the past four eight years. Yeah. Okay. Conservative about any of it, but to those of you who are part of that, I want to say this, and I hope you'll you'll listen and give it a little bit of consideration. If you are a member of a group that think it's okay to randomly call someone a child molester because you don't like what that person has to say, maybe you should rethink being a part of that group. Yeah. And, and I would say the same the on, the other, on the other side. Well, how, how, how's it the whole group? Because I don't think that... Uh, here's the thing is, I know many people who... You just said identify. if you're part of that group, you might want to rethink what you're... If you're part of a group that, that says that, you may want to rethink the group. I think there are many... I know lots of people who would identify as conservative who, who don't think that the conservative party is a, a very, they're not happy with it at all today. They don't think Trump's a conservative. They don't, they don't agree with, you know, they think that what a lot of them feel like his economic policies may have been a, more conservative, but the rest of it, they didn't think at all. And so they couldn't really support him. And I think most people who, you know, I, I, I think like, you know, we look at things like I've heard you say, well, gas prices were lower. Well, so did New York State drop the, te- the gas tax by uh, a shit ton uh, in New York State, which is run by Democrats to make the gas in New York State even lower than it was with Trump. We, the, so those things were suspended. So I, I, I can't say that it's all that guy. I, I just because you're, you're, you're I know that people get fervent. I don't know that they're educated when they say these things. That's all. I, okay. I, I don't. I, I think that there's a lot of fervent fever about Trump because as uh, he he seems to represent a group of people who feel like they've been put down for a long time and finally have a voice, which is what a candidate should be able to do for people. And I think those people are, and I think they get angry and fervent. I feel like there's a, a tremendous I amount of I think you anger. can't like Trump and announce it without being put down by every Democrat in America. Or if you can like some of the things, or yeah. you know, they first thing, who are you, a Republican? Even especially on dating sites, you know, <laughs> if you like Trump, just swipe, swipe left because this is going to work. I mean, you don't even know anything about me, and you're already making that judgment. It's un- that's it where is, it's, it's unfortunate because I feel like you're right. The 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 big my favorite term, which I think is become like the biggest bullshit term is we need to have a discussion. Well, no one's having a discussion. And if if we can't just label it to race, that we need to have a discussion about race. No, we need to have a discussion about politics because you and I may agree on, on things that 
more things than we don't, even though we may support different candidates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I think that that's lost because you're right. To There's automatically so much labeling you, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is. But I mean, I think Trump came in as the, uh, I think when we, with the term we used to be act presidential. And then he comes in saying, "Unlike Monica Lewinsky." Said. Uh, well, but we didn't know about it. Like that was right. that would have been it's okay secret. if you don't know about well, it. Well, that's right. just it. If what goes on behind closed doors shouldn't be any of our business. But you know the things that he he'll come out and just say some off the wall wacky shit. At least he can make a sentence. <laughs> like the guy oh, we got God. in office now. I'm not going to deny that. But I'm just saying, like, I think those guys, I think there were people who found, even on the conservative side, who were like, this guy comes off more of a, a clown in their opinion than others in terms of. I, I bl- yes, and I will agree with that at some, to, some point. All I'm saying is just dignity, the way he would present himself at times. That's all. That's all. He had a little bit of WWE. I found it somewhat entertaining. <laughs> to be honest with you, it was someone entertaining. Okay. And I figured we could withstand four years of whatever. Sure. Right? Nothing was bad. The economic policies were pretty good. I thought so. I knew a lot of people with a tremendous amount of money, and I'm talking people with millions and millions and millions of dollars who were very much in support of him because they wanted to protect their money. Yeah. yeah. I know everybody's 401k went through the roof when yeah. he was in office. So, and not so much now. All right. Now, here is Aaron Rodgers' response to Jimmy. Listen, jokes aside, I'd really like to get into this and then just let's just move on. So the history of this, before I get into what I said, what I actually said, and how I feel about uh, all that, the history of this, whatever this is between Jimmy and I, this goes back to COVID times, right? And in COVID times, he mentioned on his show uh, jokes about my uh, immunization, which I know you you also made a little joke about it. Um, so you know, I'm not going to get into yeah. that whole thing. That's I've talked many times about that, but I made a joke about that. Uh, you know, uh, and the fact that you know my own research. He didn't just stop there, though. You know, he he, he made a lot of other comments about uh, unvaccinated people, uh, mentioning that they don't deserve treatment uh, if they're at a hospital. Uh, they shouldn't be given a hospital bed. Uh, he made I comments about. Yeah. I uh, where I was, like under a rock. How did I miss that? All over the world that have incredible. Se- I mean, seriously, because by the way, I, even I, though I don't um, watch any late night talk show hosts, uh, I've seen that clip before. Oh well, uh, he, I'm sure it got plenty of time. I'm sure yeah, the clip got around. Yeah, I never, I never did see it, and I know some of Kimmel's friends who are very concerned. He gave a platform to one of the biggest. Uh, spreaders of misinformation during the COVID times, Dr. Fauci. Um, so, in my opinion, Jeez. you know, he ripped me about ripped me about the vax, and and that turns out to be an L on many occasions because the vax was not safe and effective, like we were told that it was in the beginning. Uh, there are a lot of injuries now that we've seen related to the vaccine. So, in my opinion, you went after me. That's fine. You're a comedian. Go for it. Not offended, but that was an L. Fast forward to, uh, again, unprompted. We're talking on our show, as we do, about a lot of different topics. Somehow the Epstein client list comes up. And I said it's interesting, and there were for a long time. Even still, there hasn't been a list that's been released. There's been one person's uh, you know, uh, deposition from a 2015 case, right? But we said there's an, there's an excitement to expose corruption 
And what I joked about the other day about popping a bottle, there's excitement about when the corruption anywhere gets exposed and people who are accused of these heinous crimes get exposed, that will be nice that we can get this all out in the open. That's not there. So I made this comment on the show whenever that was last year, right, I believe. And then unprompted, he comes out and says that I'm an overly concussed wacko. In my opinion, it seemed like because I believe that there was a list and that there were names on that. He's making sense. There is a list somewhere. And they've arrested one person in in jail or prison. I can't remember her name. And apparently she can't remember anybody that was there. Gazelle Max. Yeah, this is a huge cover-up for people going there with whatever sexual activities they're they did or were doing and probably still all they, doing. All they have are, are, I believe, are flight logs. So you could see who, who went to the island and stuff. Now, I, I, I always believe you have to look at a person's pattern. So we would could say that Bill Clinton is an... Uh, I was never on that flight. <laughs> he's a, I was, uh, he likes ladies, does he not? I, can lo- we say, I love him. Uh, is there a pattern that Capital we can see? L-A-D-I-S, yeah, all right. So I I like jello wrestling. If he's going to that island there, if John Legend's going, well, a lot of times guys will go to, to perform. You may say, hey, John, you and your wife come down. I'll give you a week on the island. I'm having a bunch of people in for a fundraiser, and I want you to play. I'll pay you a million dollars, and I'll give you a week on the island. I, I, that happens a, a lot. Mm-hmm. You'll hear. Um, and But I also. And you don't know what's happening behind closed doors. You just, you're just hanging there. there, rubbing you're just elbows there. with uh, 100, right. celebrities. Well, oh, Oprah jumps on your plane. I don't have a feeling. I have a feeling that I, there would be. You don't think that someone. Would have dug into Oprah. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if you're on that island, you're keeping that between you and what's on the island. Well, right, but you may have gone to the island for, and there was no activity that week with young girls. I have no idea. I'm just saying, like, just because you're on the list, I don't think that makes you automatically guilty of of sex crimes. That I, I I think. However, if we don't know, and there, and we do know that he's no longer on the planet and that this woman's behind the bars and there's sex trafficking and there's lawsuits and Prince Andrew's been stripped of some of his title because it was settled out of court because some girl has pictures of him saying, hey, you did do this, and he was on the island. All right, when there's smoke, maybe there's fire. and then It with, might take you a little like, while to put together a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, yeah. But you start putting the outside pieces together, yeah. then right. you start filling it in, you and you're like, it. oh, so that's what it looks like. Yes, yes, that's right. Right. So, you know, then we, we fast forward to this last week, right? And I said that a lot of people, and I'm quoting myself here, a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't come out. End quote. That's what I said. That's the entire quote. All right. By that, you're insinuating. Are you not? Come on, Doug. I mean, it's ball yeah, busting. You're, it's bringing, ball busting. If you're bringing that name out of the blue, yeah. Yeah. It, it is ball busting, and you're doing it to, 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 to get under his skin. Yeah, absolutely. 100% to get under his skin. I don't think you thought you were calling him a pedophile. I think you were just being a, a – I, I, or maybe you didn't think it through. I, I, I don't know. Right. Okay. I was referring to the fact that if there is a list, which, again, this hasn't come out yet. This was just a deposition, right? And there are names on it. Then that would be the second time that a soft brain – junior college 
student, you know, wacko, anti-vax, anti-Semite, purveyor, spreader of misinformation, conspiracy theorist, MAGA, whatever other things have been said by him and other people in the media would be right twice. Now, let me just say that that, that is the truth, number one. Number two, I totally understand how serious an allegation of pedophilia would be. So for him to be upset about that, I get it. Did you watch the quote? Because that's exactly what I said. Verbatim what I said on the show. Okay, I'm not stupid enough, even though you think I'm an idiot and you made a lot of comments about my intelligence. But I'm not stupid enough to accuse you of that with absolutely zero evidence, uh, concrete evidence. It, that's ridiculous. I'm glad that, that Jimmy uh, is not on the list. I really am. And and uh, I don't think uh, he's the P word. Um, P word, pedophile. And, you know, I think it's impressive that a man who went to uh, Arizona State and has 10 uh, joke writers can read off a prompter. So, <laughs> you know, my education at JUCO and my three semesters at Cal that I'm very proud of uh, has worked out for me, and I'm glad to see it's worked out for him as well. I wish him the best. Again, I, I don't give a shit what he says about me. Um, but as long as he understands what I actually said and uh, that I'm not accusing him of uh, being uh, being on a list, then I'm all for All right. There you go. Yeah. I, I think he does care because otherwise this thing wouldn't have right. got life. But it's, it's a little entertainment. That's all. Just take it from the entertainment. Yep. Speaking of the NFL... Another coach got fired today. Oh, uh, hold on. Surprise. A surprise coach got fired today. AFC or NFC? Uh, AFC. AFC. Hmm. This is a surprise to me. Jets? No. Um, and there was talk of the Jets, but I think they're saying they're standing by him. This one may surprise you. Uh, it's a team that had gotten to the AFC championship, uh, I think it might have been two years ago, maybe three seasons ago, two or three seasons Cincinnati's ago. Cincinnati's coach? Nope. Nope. Jaguars? No. Nope. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't think you'll get this no. one. I mean, there's only 12 guesses, but. Tennessee Titans. Oh, I. Mike I Vrabel. Yeah. I, and and I'll read you what the, the owner of the team said. I saw there was a rumor of that earlier. Yeah, that he's going to be going to uh, New England. Oh, well. That was, that was on Facebook, okay. but go ahead. All right. So he earlier today. Anything I see on Facebook, I have to see like five or six times to believe it. Um, and then I look on Google. Well, I'd rather, re- yeah. I'd, I, research I, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, you have to. You do. Almost with everything. Almost with everything today. You want to hear one of my greatest, uh, while we're talking about the, one of my greatest April Fools? Yeah. Was, uh, this is probably 10, 15 years ago, that um, Motley Crue was coming to Darien Lake. And I was out getting uh, donations. It was right. Was it April? Anyways, so Vince Neal had done a uh, – Miley Crew was in Cleveland yeah. night before, and he hurt his ankle, and he go to a hospital. And I put on Facebook, and I had pictures and everything, AP post um, that Brian Johnson from ACDC might come to Darien Lake and fill in for Motley Crew. They've known each other for years, and I put quotes on quotes. And I, and I went into this place – to get donations or something. And I was there for half an hour. I forget where it was. 
And my buddy Lenny calls, and I go, Lenny, what's going on? Doug, where did you get that? Where did you find that information? <laughs> Me and Eric have been looking for two hours. And I start laughing. I go, buddy, I go, <laughs> I go, I made it up. He goes, what? I go, yeah, April Fools. <laughs> uh, so he said, earlier today, I spoke with Mike Vrabel. This is the owner of the Titans, and told him about my decision to make a change at head coach. This is what uh, Amy Adams Strunk is the owner of the Tennessee Titans. Okay. As I as I told Coach Vrabel, the decision was as difficult as any I've made as controlling owner. I appreciate Mike's contributions to Tennessee Titans, both on and off the field standard. Anyone who's ever met him knows how passionate and genuine he is. He's been a strong supporter of the Nashville community. We wish Mike, Jen, that's his wife, and the Vrabel family nothing but the best in the future. But get out! Yep. It's so painful. Like, it's a, you feel... You've been fired. You feel like you failed in some way. And I guess you did. Well, I think you're right. They were in the AFC Championship yeah. a game a few years ago. And a few like, years okay, ago. We're turning the corner. Right. We're going to be here. Yeah. And now they didn't even make the playoffs. No. And Derek Henry over the phone was said, wow, wow, I'm shocked. Coach Vrabel is a leader of men. He's a great coach and teacher. I know he will get another opportunity right away. I look forward to it. But Mike Vrabel's out. Falcons fired their head coach, yeah. Arthur Smith. He's gone. Commanders fired their head coach, Rivera, Ron Rivera. Who will end up in Buffalo, I think, next year. As the defensive coordinator? Yeah. Uh, I think you're right, and I think it would almost be helpful only to have somebody else do that because I think that there's much so much going on. Yeah, I think McDermott, the, there's some questionable things. like a, And to have somebody who was a head coach in two places – Right, he had served yeah. under him. Right, I don't think that's a terrible guy to have on your staff. I, I, I've heard nothing but good things about Rivera. He, he just didn't make it work there. Right, and they traded away some of their best defenders this season. I don't right. get that. Right, we got one of them in Niners. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, Vegas got rid of Josh McDaniels. Yeah, Chargers got rid of Brandon Stanley yeah. and their general manager, and then the Panthers fired head coach. Uh, Frank Wright, and we're not done yet, I'm sure. I think there's more to be fired, but that's one, two, three, four, five, six teams, six openings. Yeah. So, well, I think they're all going to hire offensive coaches because I think what you, you've seen with defensive coaches is that you're not getting it done. So, will you see uh, Harbaugh come out of Michigan after winning the championship last yeah, night? Yeah, I think he's going to be able to pick and choose where he wants to yeah. go. He'll talk it over with his wife. He was a coach in San Diego. Um, or San Francisco. Well, San Diego State. Oh, and then he and came college, to San Francisco, San Francisco took yeah. us to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I forget what happened. I think it was with the whole Kaepernick and kneeling thing. It was just uh, they wanted a whole new change, uh, and I think he wanted to go to Michigan um, because he played there. And a lot of people think that he might go to Chicago because he played there under uh, uh, Mike Dick. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, he was the backup QB. No, he was a, he was a head QB. He was a starting QB until McMahon came in, right? No, after that was after McMahon. Oh, after McMahon. Yeah. He was after McMahon? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, we'll take a moment. Uh, Boeing has a problem. I heard it. Yes. Well, you know, they... Um, I'll ask their, you this. Their, their music on, their, <laughs> on, the, on the plane. I guess you can't hear the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Yes. Oh, here I we are. It. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I'll ask you this. Has something happened... To you. And, uh, on a plane? Point. No, no, oh. not on a plane. Just in life. Anything that was so scary that it made you go, I'm never doing this again. Th just think about that, and we'll, okay. get, to, we'll uh, get to it after this. Leo's has to-go foods, perfect for quick and easy meals to go from Leo's Cafe or Deli. Now, as you ease back into the new year, right, kind of after the holidays, 
it, it, it takes a little bit to get you going, get you back in the groove, right? Kids are back at school. You're running around in practices and things, and, oh, you forgot dinner. That's when you swing by Leo's. They have truly homemade, perfect, quick, easy meals to go from homemade quiches, chicken pot pie, shepherd's pie, spaghetti and meatballs. Are these, they sound fantastic, right? The turkey dinner is second to none. Chicken parm, so much more. They're pre-packed and ready for you to grab and go for your next meal from Leo's. Plus, remember, fresh baked $2 French bread and Italian bread. It's all day, every day. What's the best thing about Leo's? Absolutely everything on Despatch Drive in East Rochester. Open every day. Cobblestoneonmain.com. Iron Smoke Distillery in the heart of Fairport, New York. You know, it's 2024, and you want to elevate your taste buds. You want to be refined. You want to experience the true essence of handcrafted goodness. That's what you get on Iron Smoke Distillery. I want you to picture walking in there, right, as the air is cold and you walk in to the distillery. It's cozy. Their air is filled with the sweet aroma of fine spirits. You got people laughing, just having a good time, enjoying life and music. Matter of fact, tonight, Wednesday, January 10th, Double Down is bringing the party beginning at 7.30. Double Down plays rock, pop, modern country. They're a party band. You're going to have a whole lot of fun on a Wednesday night. It's hump day. Let's go. Then tomorrow night, January 11th, it's the funk fantastic sounds of the john payton project rock and reggae bluesy jazz a whole lot of fun it's a whole lot of fun always going on at iron smoke distillery get yourself a peacemaker and take it all in iron smoke distillery in fairport new york baby who says i can't get stoned turn off the lights and the telephone me and my house alone who says i can't get stoned who says I can't be free from all of the things that I used to be? Rewrite my history. Who says I can't be free? It's been a long night in New York City. Listener request. It's for a bump. For who is this? John, this is John Mayer. It's one, oh, I always like the song. It's like the video was cool because it's just him and his friends hanging out in New York City. And he goes, I wanted the song and the video to represent what it would be like to hang out with me. And all he does is hang out and get high? <laughs> yeah. Fake love for an hour or so. I can't get stoned. I like acoustic uh, guitar. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I'm a big fan of like singer-songwriter stuff. Mm. I, uh, I, I'm a big, I've become a big fan of Sirius XM, and they have the coffee house. But if you get the app, which I have, it's the extra channel, and it's all acoustic, like '90s, 2000s. They have up uh, some of the rising star stuff. You gotta, you gotta sift Pick through. Pick and choose. Yeah, find out what. And you he's like. got a new channel on there too that I enjoy. But anyway, it's uh, that's the thing. All right, so I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching this morning. I get up. Get up, Doug. New me. Stretch. Six Today is the first day. Uh, Rest of my life. That's right. Yep. 6 a.m. this morning. 6 a.m.? Oh, God, yeah. no. I went to bed at 11, got up at 6. Woke up at 2.30, wide awake, ready to go. And I'm like, wait a second, I go back. Fired up. So I, I get up at 6. I uh, I go, and I've been doing this um, home remedy uh, called the flu bomb. Ready for what the flu bomb is? Tell me, brother. Garlic. Take a big clove of garlic, squish it, put it in a glass. Ginger, put that in a glass, like a quarter spoon. Put a uh, half a lemon. Throw in some cayenne pepper, some honey, and mix that up with some hot water, and I doubt it. Where did you find this? Vampire.com? Yes. 
Now watch. I have the perfect workout for you. <laughs> you just take a bunch of garlic. Then I then I uh, I I'm watching the the TV and I have an app. I start doing some uh workouts. They want you to do push up clap, push up clap. Yeah. I haven't done push up clap in probably twenty years. I would just clap so if I, just, I could do a push up. So I just did push ups <laughs> during that time. But I did that and then I went for a mile walk after that. Nice. Came back. Good morning America's still on. And they're opening up with the whole story about Boeing. I don't of know what I don't know what's happening with Boeing. Because Boeing has had problems for a long time. And it's always like someone do they not do they are they hiring incompetent people down the assembly line? Like Oof. they're saying there's we a number of planes have been pulled. This plane, this particular plane where the was it the window or the emergency door got sucked yes. out? Just completely sucked out. Uh, was told that it couldn't fly over water. It was only cleared to... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it do? I don't know. If it can't go in the air, don't put yeah. it in the air. Right. That's it. But I think it said it was cleared to fly over domestic flights for the last... So it had been used three times. But don't go over water. Well, what if you go over a lake? Are they talking the ocean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Probably because there's an air pressure change, humidity change. I don't know. I don't I, know. But that alone scares the shit out of yeah. me. And by the way, you're flying along the coast. Where do they leave? Portland, Oregon? Right. Yeah, that's where you get up there. You know what I see when I get up out of Portland? Water. The fucking ocean. Right. Jesus. And those clouds around you. Those are filled with <laughs> yeah, water, I, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. So, But the, the best part was the teenager sitting in the seat. Did you see what happened? No. You didn't see this? I shouldn't laugh at this. This kid's got a story for the rest of his fucking life. He's in the row. The thing disappears. He's sitting with his mom. His shirt gets sucked off. They go, if he wasn't strapped into the seat, he would have been sucked out of the plane. Right. His shirt was literally sucked off his body. It's amazing that nobody got sucked off with the, the... Dropping Excuse camera me? pressure. Man, it's the same thing they used to, to say the at the classy right, cat, right? Yeah. Amazing. Nobody got <laughs> sucked amazing. up. Nobody got right. Sucked no, but it's, yeah. Thank God everybody kept their cool and started videotaping it because that's the most important. <laughs> Not looking around, can I help everybody? I got to get this on camera. Hey, no shirt. Hey, take a picture, selfie. Yeah. Listen to this. Now, the, in this news clip that I'm about to play, they interview a woman who the I don't know how they. He crawled out of the row, whatever they did. They got anybody sitting in that row out of the row, and they sat this kid who now has no shirt on. <laughs> they sit him next to some woman, and here it is. Including from the 171 passengers who were on board Alaska 1282. Alma McCarty, you talked to one of them tonight who was sitting just a few rows away from that blast. Alma, what did she tell you? Well, David, Kelly Bartlett has had a couple of days to process what happened. She was actually able to rebook that night after Alaska Airlines flight 1282 touched back down in Portland. Now listen to what she says. Listen to why she... That was essential. Getting right back on a plane right away. Although she was nervous, she said she needed that uneventful, normal flight. That makes sense. So she didn't develop a fear of flying. Now Bartlett was sitting in row 23 three rows in front of the hole in the plane she said just a couple of minutes after they got to 10,000 feet she heard a loud boom a rush of wind and the oxygen masks dropped a scary moment for all on board especially in those first several minutes as flight attendants checked on passengers we've told you about a teen sitting in the aisle where the door plug broke off whose shirt was ripped from his body he ended up sitting next to Bartlett she checked on him using her notes app due to the oxygen oxygen masks and the noise. 
So I asked him, I said, were you sitting right next to that window? Are you single? Said, yes, and I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine the terror of what that must have been feeling like because I wasn't in that row and I was so scared when we heard that boom and the mask came down and that was scary alone. So I, I just cannot imagine what he or his mom were going through. Surprising just to think about now this Bart and nobody, from there, the anybody older, as normal didn't have a heart attack or scared to death. Yeah. I mean, you talk right. about that and his shirt sucked off. Later, I mean, cheered, grateful for the flight. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. You're, you're locked How in. I don't know. Off? Unless your arms are out, or well, maybe who who no, knows? I think it I think it just ripped the seams, maybe right at the seam. Maybe I, I, I thought I saw a picture of the kid before he got on the flight. He may have had just a t-shirt on, and then the cabin pressurizes itself, or the the air pressure goes down where you can move around a little bit. I guess, yeah. Could you get back on a plane after that? I'd have to. I mean, wherever I was flying, unless right. it was home. Right. Well, you, know? you could rent a car and drive. Yeah, You could that's take true. a bus. You could find a train. Yep. I mean, there's always there are other, way. There's, there's options. Other, like, we talked to a guy who was on the flight that landed in the Hudson. He's from he's mm -hmm. from Hilton. And uh, he was talking about all the people that were on that plane. And he goes, one guy booked, rebooked his flight that night yeah. for a later flight. Goes, ah, I'll just get the next. I'll just get like, it. You got out on the river, and now you're right. going to go back. And it was birds. And... I, 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 think, I mean, the odds of that well, to you see, again. Well, see, I'm with you. Right. I would be the same way. I would go, the odds are, yeah, it's not going to happen again. So just. Yeah, I'd be more scared driving in Rochester for what I'm seeing out there as an Uber yeah, driver. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Because you I've asked had, me that earlier. I was trying to think. Anything that you wouldn't do again, but I, I'm just thinking the scariest thing that ever happened to me. I don't know that I had anything that I would compare to possibly being sucked to my like death. That. I can still remember being on a puddle jumper probably 15, 20 years ago, going to Pennsylvania or connecting flight and uh, having a drop like five. The, the turbulence was bad and feeling the yeah the, the G's like a, a roller coaster feeling. Right. And that was, I'm hanging on, right. you know, and I know we're going to get there safe, but you're just waiting for that yeah. next drop. I couldn't imagine what it'd be like on a plane. I'm trying to think, like, I'm sure I've had incidents in cars and things that were scary, but yeah. they've never prevented me from getting right. back in. I've been in, uh, no. I've had moments where my adrenaline is just pumping, but that's like racing or something, I, but not enough to scare me to not do it again. Is Rodney, what Rodney's old things was. I was really in shock. I mean, I was with this girl. The rabbit didn't die. It was just, it just <laughs> lingered on for a few days. <laughs> That's a scary thought. Do you ever get so scared uh, on a dating site that you'd never do it again? No. No. Now, have you been on dating sites? Yeah. I'm on Oh, you're on one Facebook now, right? dating, yeah. All right. So I have here a bunch of dating, dating sites. And you have to tell me, is this a real dating site? Okay. Or a fake dating site. You got it. Padded Lovers is the premier adult baby diaper lover dating site. Because who doesn't like to be quote unquote pampered? Real or fake? I would say fake, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was real. All right, you got to give me an answer, one or the other. Fake. This is actually real. Luxie is the dating site for the 1%. It's aimed at millionaires, celebrities, and models. And once referred to itself as Tinder, minus the poor people. Real uh, or fake? I say fake. Real. Real? Yeah. Wow. It's another real one. I'm bad on this. <laughs> okay. Swingmatch.com 
Life is about trade-offs, even when it involves partners. Nothing is taboo. It's swingmatch.com. Rated five pineapples. <laughs> Swing match? Yeah. I, I'll go real on that. God damn it, it's fake. <laughs> Jesus, you I, suck. I, <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Ready? Okay, another three. Mulletlove.com is for mullet connoisseurs. I got to say fake. You are correct. Okay, one out of... F- I got one out of four right. Equestriansingles.com is a place for horse lovers to meet online. <laughs> more than 100,000 horse lovers signed up, you're sure to find a stable relationship. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to say real. Yes! It is. All right. Okay. We're doing, you're doing good on this. They just want to know if you're hung like a horse is what it is. Mousemingle.com brings together Disney, Star Wars, Pixar, and Marvel fans because it's a small world after all. What is that one? Mouse Mingle? MouseMingle.com brings together Disney, Star Wars, Pixar, and Marvel fans because it's a small world after all. I'm not sure the last part will excite the women. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say real. You are correct. That is really? real. Yeah. That is a real one. Mouse Mingle. Mouse well, Mingle. At least you know what you're getting into. Yes. I mean, are you a fan of those? I like those. Oh, yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. You are? Yeah. Yeah, I love Star Wars. That was my... I have a ton of movies. In fact, this weekend, I'm very diverse in what I like. Okay. Uh, everything but horror, I guess. I would hate to say, but... Uh, oh, horror. Horror. I don't watch horror. Oh, when you said horror, I wasn't horror. sure. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of horror either yeah. at all. They not. say horror or horror. You said, horror I wasn't horror. sure what you said, but I, I knew you were a fan of horror, <laughs> so I knew it had to be horror. R-E, the other yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you like horrors. Uh, um, Gunfight of the OK Corral is on at Dryden Theater. It's playing, and that's with uh, Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas. Wow, uh, uh, Doc Holliday and Wyatt Earp. Yeah, how, they, how many years? When was this? I think it was nineteen forties, fifties, maybe. I don't know. Mm. But it's one of my favorites. Okay, but but no, I love Star Wars. It's my favorite movie. All Star all Wars is yeah, really. When I look back, I think it just being seven, eight years old, I can still yeah feel the the power. Okay, that it, had it captured you out of time. Yes, in your life. yeah. So oh, Superman did that for me. Nineteen eighty. That's still yeah. I th- my in my top ten of. Superman? Superhero movies, yeah. Yeah, the first one was good. After a while. Then when I don't Richard think it, Pryor joined. It, yeah, but even, but even, that, I even the new ones, The Man of Steel, I don't think hold uh, hold to Christopher Reeve in the first one. Beautifulpeople.com is free, but you must be voted in or out by existing members based on your looks. Ugly people need not apply. I, real or fake? I think that's fake. That is real. It is real? That is real. Beautifulpeople.com. Okay. Would you be willing... To put yourself up there, no, knowing it I'd could have, be rejected. I'd, uh, I'm afraid hurt. of uh, rejection. rejection. Are yeah. you really? Yeah. The fuck? Very much so. You're a comic. You get rejected every time you open your mouth. <laughs> so does <How> she. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think that's funny, dumbass? Yeah. No, I'm. I'm definitely afraid of rejection. Really? Yeah. You need to work on that. I know. You see, you you don't seem like you are. I hide. You overcompensate. Yeah. Now. Yeah, that's good. Patch.com for people who wear an eye. <laughs> Call me Snake. The Snake Plissken an website. Patch. An eye patch. And those that love them. Patch.com where you find your partner will always, where you and your partner will always see. Eye to eye. Eye to eye. I'm going to go fake on that. That is true. It is fake. It's fake. And finally, clown dating behind all the makeup and the red nose is a lonely heart. Mm. Being on the road all the time can make it hard to meet someone. Hooking up with a clown has never been easier. I dated a girl that loved dressing up as a clown. 
but I wouldn't go down on her because she tasted funny. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you. Gee, 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 gee. <laughs> honk, honk. Is it real or fake? Uh, fake. That is actually real. That is real? Yeah, that's real. That's real. Uh, come on, Doug. <laughs> I can tell you what she does with one of those balloons. <laughs> she can tie it in the knot. She can tie it in the knot and take batteries. Whoa, thank you. She can take the old 36 inches <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> Any other fun things coming up for you? Any gigs? Any anything? Actually, Danny Liberto just texted me if I'm free um, March 16th. All right. So St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah. All right. Is that a Friday night? Um, no. He knows I, I bartend uh, at Forest Oh, Hill. Saturday night then. Saturday night I can do. Yeah. 16th is a Saturday night. I do have something in Depew with uh, Dan Viola. Uh, he's not going to be there, but he's running it. Okay. And I've got to do 10, 15 minutes, which. Very good. I'm working on. Yeah. I mean, it's the same set, but I want to keep adding to it. Yeah. That's the thing now is trying to figure out. There's a open mic, uh, what's the day? Tuesday, tomorrow night, Wednesday at um, Rock Cinema on Goodman Street. You or no, try South Clinton. Clinton. Clinton, yeah. It starts no. at 830, so yeah. we'll see how the day goes, how tired I am. But, yeah, this would be good to get into. Yeah, do a little. Uh, yeah, you get five or six minutes, yeah. and uh, I think it's free to go. Have some comedy on hump day. Why not? Check it out sometime. Yeah. Check it out sometime. Well, for uh, Dougie Fresh, on a day when the weather's going to turn, oh, the wind is picking up on where we it's are. It's already dark. Yeah, I know. It's already dark. Wow. We talked to dark. Well, it's 5 o'clock. All right. Yeah. 5 o'clock somewhere. That's right. I'm Bill Moran. I'll see you tomorrow. The Connors and Ferris Law Firm with Greg Connors and Tom Ferris is a firm that focuses on workers' comp, social security, disability, and personal injury. Now, if you find yourself hurt on the job, you need to call Connors and Ferris as quickly as possible at 262-COMP. You do that because they understand the complexities of workers' compensation claims. They understand dealing with insurance companies, employers, and most importantly, the legal system. Try wrapping your head around all that. It'll make it pop. That's why you call Connors and Ferris. Again, the number very easy to remember, 262-COMP. Connors and Ferris will advocate for your rights and strive to secure the benefits and compensation you deserve. But most importantly, you'll get peace of mind. Peace of mind because you will know that you have a team by your side advocating for you and giving you the attention you deserve. I want you to stop the worry. I want you to eliminate the stress, and I want you to sleep at night knowing that you made the smart choice and contacted Connors and Ferris. Connors and Ferris have offices in New York City, Syracuse, Rochester, and Buffalo. They are committed to serving you better and only a quick call away at 262-COMP today. Connors and Ferris, your workers' comp attorneys.